What's up, everybody? I'm Craig, and this is Trucking.fm podcast, sponsored by Truckstop.com. Truckstop.com is also the sponsor of our group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers on Facebook, so I definitely want to give them a huge shout out for being a great ally in the trucking industry. Now, before we get started, I want to start by saying some of my podcasts actually started out as a Facebook Live video, so at times, You may hear me say things like drop your comments below if you're watching or every once in a while notice the audio slightly cuts off due to the video to audio conversion. Nonetheless, the information is still just as valuable. I only wanted to give you a quick heads up to avoid any possible confusions with my listeners. Now, enough with all that. Let's get started. All right, cool. All right, we're back, guys. Sorry about that. I got my man Craig on. Tell him where you're from, anyway. So everybody knows you, anyway. So you're from what's the name of you? What's my favorite company? Freight Brand. You're doing the websites, and then you got your freight broker network group, trucker. Oh group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing your live show. When you're saying where am I from? I'm like, are we about to go? Like, what are you doing? All the stuff you got going on. It's <laughs> kind of like a mystery because you're like a guy with 13 hats. You got you no, know, a lot it. of people don't understand that you do all those websites and stuff like that. That branding for these brokers and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But and that's what it is. You know, I get it. Um, you know, my uh, emergence into the online freight community, if you will, is from my group, freight brokers and truck drivers. Right. You know, through the years, it just so happened to become the uh, largest. A logistics networking group, professional networking group geared towards freight brokers. Of course, we have a ton of drivers as well. Not the largest for truck drivers, but definitely the largest for freight brokers. And that's kind of where I have my resource group where I used to do my thing with training just like you do now. Now I send everybody for training to you. But of course, I also have Freight Brand, uh, which we are a branding and marketing agency here in uh, right outside of Phoenix, Arizona in Scottsdale, where we help the little guy look like the big guy you know in the industry because obviously they're the um the most underserved if you will in the industry and that's why i do it that's why i asked you that i want to hear you say that how important that is because you know half the people that join my group like we have like 20 30 40 people a day probably right. right and um and they're joining right now and probably same as you how many people how many people you think when they join and ask those questions want to be brokers a, a ton of people want to. I mean, at least they say they do. Um, and that's the issue. You know, they think uh, they, they can join and it's that easy, but it takes work. And that's kind of like what you always preach about. Um, it takes work to do. But, you know, with Freight Brand, I didn't just uh, wake up and do Freight Brand. You know, come up with Freight Brand. I didn't think, uh, what do I want to do to make money? Freight Brand came about. It all started, you know, right around the time after I started working at a shipper when part of my job was um, signing up brokers and carriers to haul the freight at the, sh- at the particular ship where I worked at. And one thing that was a requirement to get signed up with us is a website. And at first I didn't understand it, but then I started to understand if you can't even pay, you know, a thousand bucks, 1500 bucks for a website, why should this shipper, you know, this billion dollar a year shipper trust a company with, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or what have you and freight. Are you saying a shipper wants to see your website? They like when you go in, they want to see who you are right when they walk in. You just can't run in like right out of school and just walk in. <laughs> they want to know that you're the real deal because here's the thing: we all have our personal hot spots of areas we won't load in. Mine's California. Nothing against California, you know, carriers, 
But it's just there's some areas of California that I would not risk it because I've been burned. Uh-huh. Shippers, they look for this. If you have a, you know, Jim Bob's Trucking at Gmail, they get hesitant. If you have Jim Bob at JimBob'sTrucking.com, they're like, oh, this guy pays $5 a month for a website. He's probably not fly by night. Let's pass him up. And so I had a ton of mom and pop, you know, carriers that was extremely frustrated, more personal frustrated because I was unable to set them up simply because they had an at Gmail, you know, email. They didn't have a website. Maybe their packet was not organized. However, I knew they were a great carrier, but the shipper, they just would not accept them. What I started to do, I started building websites, you know, for these carriers and some agents, but mainly carriers to just get them passed through to these shippers, to get them passed through compliance. Cause when they look like the little guy, they get treated like the little guy. When they look like the big guy, they suddenly get all these opportunities that they were not, you know, given to before just by a simple website, just by organizing packets, just by getting a company logo, the colors to match, the email to look professional. Putting you know, yourself out there. See exactly Having the right traffic lanes to put yourself out there so you know yeah. what to see people. How much freight comes from customers from websites? Exactly. And you know, one thing that I used to say, you know, working at a ship or working at brokerage, brokering is not nine to five. I understand trucking is not either, but working at a ship or working at brokerage is not. So there's a lot of times I would go home with lanes I still need to cover the next day. And I would type in trucking companies, Terre Haute, Indiana, trucking companies, Phoenix. And guess who popped up on there? The people's websites. <sighs> if you didn't have a website, you didn't get it. And yeah. I would just type in the request a quote box on this trucking company. Hey, my name is Craig. I work at this shipper. I'm looking for carriers in the, in your area. Would you like to discuss it? Let me know if so. Here's my phone number. Guess what? Everybody always called me back because they see direct shipper. How in the hell do they find me? Number one. And number two is they're reaching out to me. Obviously they want me. And that's what I try to tell these people. You have to be found. Right. If you're not found, you're not going to get freight. If you're just a load board carrier, you're going to be treated as a load board carrier. If you yeah. have a website, if you have the branding packets, the material, the organized packets, people are going to treat you like a large carrier. Cause that's exactly how you're representing yourself. Yeah. And that's the same way in the training, you know, part of the training, like, like you were on the show with us the other night and you made a comment where you heard some, you, and I hear it all the time. Like people would come to our boot camps. Yeah. You know, in our boot camps, I'm even in the boot camp teaching. I'm asking you guys, get enough? Is this enough? Do you want me to put more? Because you could stop. You could sit there in a boot sure. camp on broker day where they're wondering about all the work that's involved. Like, it's crazy when you're teaching a class and people come in and had a sugarcoat in the middle of it. They're like, wow, this is harder than I thought. I'm already scared. You really think this is involved? I mean, there's claims and fraud and people do insurance scams and they do stuff. You have to verify this. Software is not always 100%. Right. You're doing all this and they thought it was just doing, they, making phone calls, brokers just give you stuff. How many people do you think about marketing before they ever even apply for anything? They don't. And and that's the issue is where they spend a whole bunch of money without thinking about the most important steps first. I tell people, get yourself branded. You need to make your company an identity. Because my company, you know, I, let's say, own Freight Brand. Freight Brand's his own person. I'm just a guardian of it. And that's how you need to treat your business. Your business is its own thing. You cannot be selfish and suffocated by not providing your business the right resources to make it successful. It's as simple as that. And you have to change your mindset to understand that. 
It is. I mean, it is because when you're doing when you're doing this, I mean, the marketing is just as important knowing where the freight is because I mean, you even if you're a one truck guy, I mean, this is the problem we still have too is about the one truck guy. We could talk a whole another show on oh, what's the one truck guy really thinking because you know what are you going to do with the business? Is it cheaper for me to just go lease on somewhere? Who do I lease on to? Why right. you get the authority? But then if you're going because if you're going, you know, everybody's got to understand. Whether you're a one truck guy or you're four or five, you went into a business. You became your authority. You're dealing with the feds. You're dealing with people that want this. They got that. You have to. I mean, there's so much more involved. Whether you're one yep. truck or fifteen trucks, you know, it's very very important. Everything from marketing to knowing the researching, the freight, the software the technology you know like you bring it up right. we used to talk about freeways what was it 900 bucks at one time just for the one thing and now it's getting smaller where it's more feasible for yeah yep. you know sonar and stuff like that's really really killer where it shows the weather and stuff because we joke about when you're using the spot market if what could the weather do if you're a broker bidding freight in florida and it fucking rains for three weeks right right exactly exactly Would that change oh it changes a lot and my favorite thing is you know for the truck drivers you know, if you know the weather and areas, when a broker's like, "Oh, let's go to Houston," and Marcus a dollar eighty, well, Hurricane Harvey just hit. There's six foot of water. I'm not doing it for a dollar eighty. I was started at five dollars and eighty cents a mile. You wouldn't know that if you didn't know the market. It's like that. You have to know your resource. That's why I'm glad you you always talk about that, Shaggy. Because I preach it like it's going out of style, and I do it because it you had to pound in people's head to show how important it is. But the majority of the time, which is great. Everybody starts understanding it once they start learning it and see it for themselves. And that's why I think, you know, the they training. Don't, they don't understand it, Craig, because they start <laughs> out freight chasing and they never build a plan of what they're doing. And by the time they understand it and they get to the right people that are putting the information out there and trying to right. tell them they should research like before they get their authority, it's already too late because they only had so much money. Yeah. And that's when you talk about how important to have like at least a two to five year plan. That's yeah. what you need before you get your authority because, you know, as you mentioned, if you're a one-man band, do I get my own authority or do I go lease on? And what's the importance here? The importance here, if I get my own authority, the whole goal is to grow my revenue. Now, if I'm not looking to put in the work and if I'm not looking to put in all the hard work, pay for it, go out there, maybe hire someone to help me, assist me with my operations, maybe I need to stick to the company side. If you don't think yeah. about your two-year plan, you're going to go out there and just be spending money, throw money every which way. And at the end think, oh, why'd I buy that? Why'd right. I get my own authority? I'm working for somebody else. Yeah. Well, you didn't think about it. You got way too anxious and you just did everything willy nilly without being realistic about it. What's the difference of being leased on and then having and going to get your authority and paying for insurance, paying for factoring to get paid and paying a dispatcher? Total up the percentages. That's what I was and you're saying. still you're doing all the work with the livelihood and the risk and the punishment that's going to make you lose your business afterwards, right? And that's exactly right because when you get your own authority, it's a real deal. When the government sends you a letter that's saying pending revocation or whatever, if you don't respond, it's you like, wait, up. <laughs> when the hell is it talking about? I don't understand this jibber jabber crap. And it's saying you got 30 days to respond or revoked. And you're like, what is going on here? Owning a business is real life. I get letters all the time from the IRS, whoever just reminding me of things and I think it's a big deal and I never know how to respond without you know advice from somebody else and you know trucking companies they get it all the time from the DOT the FMCSA everybody else even brokers constantly sending out stuff I can't imagine if you're not experienced or you're not business savvy not only is it overwhelming you would definitely get overwhelmed and probably quit 
um, if you're not revoked by, you know, force, forcibly by the FMCSA or DOT because it's intense and you don't see all that stuff when you're a company driver and when you're driving for somebody else because you don't see it every day. You don't feel the stress um, as if you did if you own the thing. Uh, everybody's asking. Anybody's listening. Uh, on my 1 p.m. training did get canceled today. I'm doing it. We have a bunch of agents with our brokerage now that are working. We got people landing customers. I'm so excited. Some of our new agents from the group. And I was going to, I've been doing a 1 p.m. training. So she just asked, yeah, we're not doing the 1 p.m. meeting because Corey's slammed with freight today. He, uh, he's been doing like 15 to 20 loads a day right now. And it's cranking up like crazy. It's moving, guys. You know, if you're in the right market, you know, knowing the niches, you know, just is like with brokering, knowing the products, knowing the type of freight and knowing the trucking too, right? It's the same way with trucking. You have to know where those areas are to pay with the products that pay at different seasons. You know, a lot of these guys are just out here running freight chasing and, and doing stuff and they call that trucking and it's not. That's why these people, these bigger industry people are taking advantage of people. And, you, and you know, you think about it, like every time I turn around, I hear a story how Max with US Express started with five trucks, right? In, in Omaha or Nebraska or wherever. And Warner started this way. What is the difference of them? You think they did the work and grew and did the research? Oh, I like it. it. Right? I like it. I always tell everybody, you know, a few videos ago, I made sure to preach for 10 minutes that everybody is just a human. A lot of people, like you said, oh, people yeah. look at you as a mystery. I'm just a guy. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell people. You know, as you just mentioned, that guy, that guy, he bought a few trucks. Now look at his company. You could be the next guy. You could be the next woman, the next mom, the next dad who does the same exact thing, who has the same exact success story. You just have to put in the work and put your mindset or change your mindset to that and not think, you know, lower. I always say you have two types of mechanics, professional mechanics and backyard mechanics. Mm -hmm. Do not be the backyard mechanic of your trucking company or your logistics operation. It will work. Because it will show. And I want to say, I see Kesha up here who just popped in here. I believe she's on uh, in your training program. Yeah. I spoke with her this morning. She is great. She's one yeah. of the agents who get it, who understand that it takes work to do it. Uh, she told me a story, had me rolling about one of her, uh, uh, one of her conversation with a potential customer she had there. I was rolling about it, but that's what I'm trying to explain to people. And what I mentioned to her, you she need to my book, relationships. Yeah. yeah, she told me. Yeah, that oh. is. I told her, you're gonna make a thousand phone calls to get 20 people interested for five people to accept your packet for one person to give you a free, give you free. It's a numbers game. You cannot get discouraged. You just have to be creative. And as I recommended to her, I recommend to other people go out there, whether you're a carrier broker, go out there door to door, face to face. You don't have to go to a hundred, just go to a few to get a better understanding, get a better grasp about building these relationships with these real humans who have real freight. There's more people in logistics than the ones you see on the load boards. That's what I try to tell people all the time. Yeah, half the world doesn't even happen on the load board. Exactly. Like, or probably more. You like you think about time. Dude, I'm guilty just like just like all of us, man. I yeah. like for a long time when we were built up to 20 some odd trucks, man, we lived off the load boards, you know? Well, was, I mean, it, I we didn't have a problem, do. you know? Yeah, the load boards are not bad, but I always say people, you cannot rely on the load boards. Use them for what they're what they're made for, just as a resource, just but as you know, an extra. 
you think about how far we go back, like back in 2011 and 12, because I know the company you work for. I grew up right down the road. It stunk yeah. like hell. You know what I mean? So that was always the joke of it, right? So now yeah. you think about that company there. The reason why it's changed, the reason why you had to start networking and get away from low boards is because before long, back when you were in the truck stops, you know, the low boards were on a flying J screen and the truck stop, you're like, hey, can you hold this phone real quick for me while the guy runs over to get rid because he didn't have a pen and a notepad, right? Yeah. And now, and so the problem is, is technologies came in and made it easier for Mark. We're not using pagers and flip phones no more. Now your brokers have social media, customers have this, exactly. we have all that. So we're not using old sticky notes and paste and pay phones and calling no more. And as the era changes, more and more communication, we can get out there faster. It's kind of like a exactly. thief trying to get away from a police officer. What are you going to do? How do you beat? Right. And see, a lot of people, you know, as you mentioned that, you know, obviously truck stop back in 95, they were one of the ones with a big billboard hanging up in the truck stop. And a lot of people, a lot of their loyal following from that, um, still wrongfully think that uh, the truck stop has not advanced yet. Truck stop's now on your phone. You can get any loads right off your phone. You need to quit thinking of the old mentality. It's work. And that's what it comes in. Use the, the old truck stop methods, you know, all those apps, all those systems. It's just an additional resource. But, but use yourself as well, one to get all the freight. But remember, like we say, don't rely on it, though. Do not rely on it, Because yeah. they're gathering information from people that are putting information and using numbers. For sure. You always sure. got to fall back on the research, too, right? It's like... That's yeah. for sure. I'm not going to name any more names, but like the 15 day averages and 20 day averages. We just yep. talked about that. How fast can, that changes like that. That changes real quick, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Well, you look at the posting board when you play around on the search truck size to the loads available and you look at the way stuff's put up, you know, they can right. only dictate that those practices so much when you're stuck in that era, right? So those numbers aren't always true. So if you don't go back to you can't always blame them. They're providing fuel technology to be able to make you go. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like in the broker world, you can go use like you talk about Ajax. You can go right. all the way down to ITS Dispatch, which is a simple system for brokers starting out. It's like 99 bucks a month at the dispatch server, Internet Truck Stop. Right. I promote them in my in my boot camps. I use ITS Dispatch because I like it better. I don't care for that side of it because they branch right. off with Keypoint. It doesn't work good together. You know? and, and so, and I like a Sense TMS, but when you go from a Sense TMS, it's so complicated for a new person. ITS Dispatch is what Corey uses. It's super simple. It does it. Yeah, exactly. But then when you start getting more advanced, you might want a bigger system. So, you you know, like I know the carrier we're working with that you just talked about doing the website that's going to be signing up with you. Yep, they yep. just went and got McLeod. You know, that's $180,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? To compete yeah. with the big dogs. That's huge, yep. you know? And they probably have a plan because if you're a company getting a system that large, that complex, you probably have a plan. You're not just buying McLeod all willy nilly. You well, have a whole a year to set up. Have you ever known that? Exactly. Dude, it takes a year to build it. You got to do like 1500 training programs to learn how to use it. You know? And then plus uh, when you call McLeod because you don't understand something, oh, they will gladly help you, but you will get an invoice in about 14 days after that conversation. It's $2,000 for an extra user. One on software you already insane. bought. Yeah, so when I hear brokerages are doing it, I say good job because you're obviously making money, you, you <laughs> yeah. know, to do it. Yeah, I guess you know, you to do it after 14 years or something like that, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing there. But speaking about Aljax, you know, that company is good too. Huh? Uh, 
more I haven't got into them. I just know you announced them one time. There's a ton. I've heard Pipeline. There's Mystic. There's this. I one. heard another one today. Truck Logics or Trucker Logics. I yeah, those guys. Truck Logics is cool. They, you know, they're a branch off of, uh, you know, uh, the 2290 company. What's it called? Express Tax. Oh, they're owned I didn't by know Express Tax out of South Carolina. Where are they at? South Carolina, North Carolina. They're at the, yeah. all the truck shows. Look up Express Tax. This is their new software. And now Truck Logic is only basically for trucking companies right now, but they are okay. branching into the broker side. Got it. That makes. It's sense. like a TMS. That makes sense. I mean, that's what. But they're you know, big. They're bigger than what people think. They're Express Tax. I see. Largest twenty two ninety company and. I don't know if you've seen my group that somebody was asking a recommendation. This is kind of off topic a little bit, but this is how I make that actually. Uh, you're chewing the crap. I actually didn't know you were coming on, so I'm like, man, we're on here forever. I was just, I was just getting on to talk a little bit and tell people to get to the group because we have our show coming on tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff, and we have the webinars starting next week where we're doing the one and a half hour webinars where we're kind of doing it like preaching sermons. I remember We're going to yeah. start doing homework and stuff and making. We're not even going to allow people in if they don't do the homework. I mean, if you do one and you don't do the work, we're not going to waste our time. In our crap. Right, and that's kind of what it is. Um, one thing I was going to mention, one thing Kesha was asking, and another person um, asked my group. They asked, "What's the best CRM, you know, to uh, that you should use?" Good question. You know, as a broker or carrier, you know, what I always use, and this is what I was telling Kesha there. I don't use a standalone, you know, CRM in my trucking or logistics operations. I know a lot of people do. I use my TMS, and I use the features within it to do exactly what they should do which is organize my customer contacts, organize my notes, um, stuff like that. And I was wanting to get your opinion. I was kind of curious because I know you're on both sides. If you use a standalone CRM. We, uh, Justin and I are tied into Salesforce. We use Salesforce. But oh, okay, okay, yeah. He has that one that he does for the leads when we do marketing stuff like that. But, you know, really, um, Corey keeps all of his stuff in like ITS and stuff like that and their little things where they upload all the customer leads and all that yeah. stuff in there. And, you know, and there's a lot of even, even the broker TMS is like a sense has it on there too, you know, where for you sure. can put in your leads so you don't have to get all extravagant, you know. And yeah, then the little guys starting out like Kesha, I mean, there's a lot of little ones that are free yet. That you can use until you're right. able to pay for a, a more decent one but i agree with you 100 same way yeah. yeah just want to know what you thought about that because a lot of people i think uh drivers they are not even drivers i speak for the whole industry if you will right. drivers dispatchers brokers whatever you know a lot of people they all want to succeed but a lot of them get overwhelmed thinking they need everything under the moon you just want to see my spreadsheets I use I'm them. I'm still using Google Docs, man. That's how. That's so, my dispatching software. Me and Matt yeah. had forever. We yeah. had we set up the Google Docs where they're spreadsheet, where they're going, and where they're going yeah. home. And then I'm all about the technology. You hear me preaching it all the time. But it's sometimes when you're a one man band, you can keep it simple. And once you grow a little bit, you can use the sales management tools. You know that Truck Stop has or any other company there's has. Bunch to keep there. everything organized, but don't go out and buying everything. No, there's uh, no reason to get in debt. No there's reason. No reason to get in debt. No, I, I did it in the beginning. I bought everything because thinking I needed it in the end when I was selling everything off. I'm not going to lie and said I sold when I was selling everything off <laughs> to try to get recoup some money back. I'm thinking, why do I need this? I haven't used this, been spending a hundred bucks a month. Didn't need this system. But I am playing ahead. Oh, there's Mr. Yeah. Wayne Campbell. Popping What's up, in. Wayne? The driver's side guy. You know, the you don't ever side. talk to me no more. It's like every now and then he sees it pop up. What the heck, Wayne? <laughs> I see him all the time on there. Wayne's awesome. I like his videos and stuff. I've seen some more popping Did up. Did you see that one know? last night? 
Huh? He's up there. He was up there uh, ranting with the drivers at the truck stop last no. night. More yeah, I like him now. I like the way he does that. I remember the one where he was at the fuel aisle, and here's when I first noticed. That one went viral. Shit, it yeah. went viral. It hit, I don't know how many millions of people it hit. You know, that's the stuff you like. Like, we need that reporter guy that's going in behind the scenes, that's talking to people and doing stuff. I yeah. hope he comes. He said, what's the smartest tool to use today? Your brain? I was going to say resource. Yeah, use. We need to go back to that human touch. Even, you know, I love the marketplace resources where you can just book, click, move on. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to build a relationship with those people that are accepting your booking on the other end. The only way to do it, by picking up the phone, sending emails, calling them. Don't just call them when you want some. Call them all week. That's what they're doing. I'll give an example. So keep trucking, right? They're not yep. sponsors, right? All right, so we can talk about them. Oh, good. Thank you, too. Excellent. So, because, uh, you know, because I know all those guys over there, you know, Keep Trucking went out, and I think the brokerage they bought was called Pinpoint, right? And they launched the... Right, they launched the whole EDL, EDL, ELD based load board, right? So they went into one of our customers up in Sheboygan, Michigan, and they walked in and they sold the word, right? Of how great their Uber type convoy ELDs tracking. Yeah. Uh, he said, that I'm fucked. <laughs> you are, <laughs> no, it's good, you know. Um, but anyways, they went in and they, they cut our rates by 30% by walking yeah. in and saying, Hey. We have 200,000 clients using our ELD device that we can show you as a customer where they're at and we can put them on the loads by using technology, right? Well, the problem is, is still you have to communicate, you have to do check calls, you have to know that they're doing stuff, you still have to talk to them, you still have relationships with people. So, gladly, gladly to stake in their 30% cut was good the first week that they put stuff on them, but it didn't last very long. I bet not. not. Real quick, as I'm thinking about Wayne here, you're in Vegas uh, in December. 20th, 21st, 22nd. Huh? Let's all three meet up and do something. We are. Something we should. Out. No, you guys should stop by my boot camp and harass my well, That's what I'm saying. We should both, Wayne and I, we should both go there and do a show based huh? around. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I'm welcome. I love to have Wayne there, man. I will yeah. put him in there. Come by. I bet you can get his production people out there. We can do it like the big time. We'd be like a Freightways out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was going to go, but I just didn't have an extra four grand. Huh? I was going to go, but I didn't have an extra four grand. And I'm not friends with Craig Fuller, so I didn't get invited. You didn't get invited either? No, I didn't get you invited. You have to be in that one group to go. That's the only way you get invited. No, I'm going to be nice. I won't be nice. Melissa said I had to be nice to everybody. No, I I love Freightways. You know, someone said I do love Freightways. He's like, man, you love Freightways. Constantly talking about them. Yeah. I like news. I obsess over like news. I'm getting a bell. And that's I'm why. getting a bell for my shows so I can ring the bell. I love that dude. I yeah, did he too. He's my favorite on there. I know. Do you know what it reminds me of? Yeah, yeah. like the Motley Fool. Uh, I listen to that podcast of Motley Fool where it's like, you know, ringing the bell. I'm like, I freaking love it. You need this in freight. That's why you need a freight way to start reporting about the industry. You need people like you to start training on it. People like Wayne to go crazy at these trucks. <laughs> That's right. You need this because people think driving is just, oh, or, you know, yeah. this stuff on the shelves at Walmart. We're people already think it's, in, I'm already in trouble. Let's get in more trouble. Let's see if Wayne will come in on this. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wayne Campbell. Coming in. You have to introduce me to Wayne Campbell. Yeah. I think I got the right one for him. There's, you know, I just clicked Wayne Campbell on my messengers and it was like uh, 50 of them came up. What the hell? Better pop up. 
I think I got the right one. Yeah, that's the right one. I've seen the picture of it. There's something on it. I won't say out loud, but it's the weekly one. I found it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the hand. Yep. <laughs> His new show, The Weekly Weed. He said we're better in Freightways. You know, I don't even like about Freightways is they go live on my seven o'clock night for like 30 minutes on LinkedIn. So I always see it pop up while I'm talking. I'm like, what the heck? And then Wayne doesn't show that I forgot either one hour before my show or one hour after my show. I'm like, oh, whoops. Yeah, if Lewis comes to Vegas, yeah, we can all meet up there. Yeah, the registration's up. I got the link up on the front of this show. Uh, join up, Wayne. It's in your messenger. Click yeah, the it took button. a minute for me to see it. Um, hey, Lewis, uh, the, the registration's open on our website at shaggysexpress.com. It's on the bottom. You can get in there. We only got about 13 spots left. There's going to be 25 people for three days. The Friday class is the hands-on dispatching. The Saturday class is the brokerage. And then Sunday is the trucking. So it's pretty cool. Well, I'm going to have uh, Bob Cooks coming out there and a couple others. So we'll have some guest speakers. We'll have Craig come in and guest speak. I love yeah, guest okay. speakers. The problem is I only have so much time. So we'll line yeah. it up. Yeah, do your thing. And then we come in, you know, at least like on the end, maybe do some speaking, some free resources, whatever. Oh, no, no, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be a good one because first off, you're in Vegas, number one. And so when you talk about the networking there, that's just going to be Here's awesome. Here's a question for you. Wayne, did you get them? Look in your messenger, Wayne. Did you, uh, what do you guys think about Uber Freight? Are they going to affect the brokers or dispatchers business? No. Well, they just, I just put this in my video. Um, I actually, uh, they just released their earnings report about a week or two ago. And I find three things interesting, as I mentioned in my video. In two years, over 50,000 carriers um, are active on the system. Uh, they signed up, you know, a whole bunch of shippers. They doubled 100% size since last year, but they also lost like $80 million. In the beginning, I was a little hesitant to use Uber as a brokerage. However, over the past year of studying and then seeing how they really are, I like the technology. I think anything to make the driver's life a little bit easier, I am all for it. It's just, it's not gonna eliminate the broker, if you will. It's just gonna make people become more creative in their job duty than what they are now. Drivers shouldn't spend an hour a day finding freight. They should just be able to book, click, 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 click. And the Uber app provides that. You know, the booking now features with truckstop.com, they provide that and they're growing. A lot of companies out there providing that. So oh, I like there's it. a lot of them. That's why you don't see them. Here comes Wayne. That's why you don't see them out there. There's a lot of them. There's yep. a lot of them out there like that. And the whole point of it is, is you're a dispatcher or, oh, crap, look at that scary thing. <laughs> hey, but let's answer this question with Sting. So if you're a dispatcher or you're a new trucking company anyways, if you're not, like in my PowerPoint thing, I'll show you over here, it has Convoy, Uber, CH Robinson, and all these different brokers in there that aren't attached to Internet Truck Stop or DVD. Yep. Because regardless in business, your your job is to move trucks and move freight, right? Exactly. And, and along, you know, there's bad brokers, there's good brokers, but that's in everybody's opinion. You could, I can work with one broker, and I can have the greatest relationship in the world with that broker. But 15 other people could have one bad experience on the very first load. When it all yeah. comes down to it, does it really matter what brokers what? As long as the freight's there and you're getting paid. What's up, Wayne? What's going on, Wayne? Hola, como esta, you clown? Oh, you're up. I see you're having a late night at the truck show last night, Wayne. Man, man, them guys had me out late, but I'll tell you this. 
They work for a good, cool company, man. And I'm going to hopefully have them on Monday. That's but awesome. stop, stop, stop pumping up freight waves so much. You guys are actually better than freight waves. <laughs> Everybody loving the industry. Let's not let's not kid each other. Freightways is good, but they don't have Shaggy. They don't have Craig and well. They don't have you. They don't have the driver's side. The reporter. It's live right here. I love the video where he's taking. I love the videos you're doing now, man. Kind of more of some of the stuff you were doing because I like seeing what's going on. I don't know how you get there at the right time. But those where the trucks are back in and incidents has like, where the fuck did he come from? How did he pop up right there on the video? And then he had all the craziness to it. We need that out there, man. These people, it's such a sometimes it's such a drowning industry that they need that breath of fresh air, that bright side to this stuff where a guy's giving an opinion from one side to the industry to the next, you know, that that guy is jumping in the truck. Like we need the guy that's a jumping in the truck to ride with these guys, letting these people know that are jumping out at new brokers and stuff, what the hell these drivers are going through whenever they're not building a relationship with yeah, the I agree. Too. I what? agree with that, especially. That would be awesome. Here, here, here's the thing. What I'm learning is there's there's not enough people putting out their positive things in the industry anymore. Okay? Thank you, brother. You guys, you guys are doing great on, on the business side. You really are. You guys are putting out positive. You guys are helping the little guy look big. But who's actually making the little guy feel big? You know, inside. Who's going out and talking to these drivers? Who's going out and letting these drivers know that we still care about you? Yeah. You know, you know. I know how my food gets to my shelf. I know how my dog's food gets to my dog's shelf. You know what I'm saying? I know how it works. And I know what drivers go through. Let alone the companies they got to deal with, the shippers they got to deal with, the receivers, but the other drivers, man. I mean, I just wish drivers would start respecting each other again. And I, I'm hoping that I could show that. And every time I did, I'm preaching. I did. Me and Melissa, we weren't really traveling, but like going on vacation. And when we started that Orlando boot camp, man, and we were going to all these cities to do the training and stuff, man, I almost get killed. The people are on cell phones. Cars are on cell phones. The driver's on a cell phone. The car's on a cell phone. He makes a mistake. That one makes a mistake. I mean, I mean, that's why we need a guy out there. Like, we need Wayne. they has got time to go out there and freaking drive down the road and look. What is this? How is this happening? How can you do this? This is not right. It's almost the same as me and Craig talking about. How did you start an authority without doing research? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we need that because, you know, as I, as I preached before, just like uh, Joel Olstein preaches, you know, a lot of people did not understand the struggles and the challenges within the industries until people like you, to people like me, to people like him started jumping on these cameras and the Facebook groups and just started talking about it. And then people started saying, oh, crap, you know, a lot of drivers, in a sense, get shafted and like better words a lot of times. And people did not understand that. And it's not just from other people, other drivers. It's from shippers, receivers, the pilot stations, you know, the different fuel st truck stops. It's everywhere. It's everybody. Did you see Jay's out there? Uh, hey, Wayne, did you see Jay's out there with you right now in Las Vegas? No, I didn't. Transport Intel. He's at the used car convention out there right now. Okay, how long is he here for? I don't know. I seen him on there last night. I don't know if he's leaving out today. You have to look up the convention, but he's out there. I'll, I'll find out as soon as I get off here. I'll find out. I'm surprised he didn't reach out to me because I'd love yeah, to see him. I, I, I just thought about that a few minutes. I was like, hey, man. That dude's really cool. Hey, real quick. Did anybody right. see that video? Did anybody see that video last night? With yours? No, with that trunk. Rip that floorboard right out of that trailer. Oh, oh, dude, he went over. You know those cement cement dividers? 
like at truck stops or at the back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Somehow he got his trailer on that, and he just kept going, and it ripped the whole floorboard out of the trailer. And he, and he just kept going and going. It's on the driver's side. Check it out. I'm surprised you guys don't have it. It's sad. Here's the thing, and it's sad because the guy obviously wasn't trained right. Okay, and that's another one about these training schools where they want to do the licenses in the schools, and they're and they're uh, there's a couple. I heard another new thing about training schools, the trucking schools too. I I forgot. I just heard it like two days ago about something else the government's getting ready to do on top of that. And I don't get it. I don't understand because with all these people that are coming over and then they get their, they get their one year or they get whatever. And then they jump in like, especially like I agree with, uh, I think Wayne did it about the teams drive like people of four months into business driving with four months in business yeah. and the trainers months training a guy that just got out of his three. Like he goes from a refresher training to another guy. I mean, that's crazy. But see, here's why I brought that up because we obviously know drivers ain't getting trained right, so they're getting out there and, and they're being tossed out to the woods to the sharks, and, and, and it's either sink or swim. That's it why hurts I'm not the, but it I, hurts everybody though. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's why I'm not understanding why drivers aren't getting with you guys more and more. You know, because even though they, I mean, there's right training out there. You guys yeah. are providing training, but Dude, the other thing I that needs to be out there that we all need to do is we all need to get. Uh, whatever whatever's going on in the beginning needs to change or something because they're putting them out there like this and it, i mean it's created a market for other people but i just don't understand why the training is so bad in the truck industry and that's why i love guys like you that go out there and help the little guy that's why i share you guys and that's why i pretty much appreciate you guys but my thing is together well, yeah, we got a question you got it greg yep just a follow-up question don't you think owner operators would go for Uber Freight app instead of calling in and having contacts with dispatchers? Wanted to know a little more, please. I got go ahead. Yeah, I in my uh, make more money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com video. Yes, or on Monday, getting all mixed up here. Uh, I mentioned this because uh that's the point. You know, two years ago, all the drivers said, Oh, I'm not downloading that damn thing. They're not gonna track me, I'm not doing all that, I'm not finding my freight up an app. Well, two years later and 50,000 carriers sign-ons later, I call BS because as it turns out, a whole bunch of drivers are now tuning in, downloading the apps and using it, not only using it, booking a whole bunch of freight there. So as more and more drivers get on board, they stop being so stubborn and they become more open-minded, they will use apps and resources or tools such as Uber Freight to book freight without verbally speaking to a broker. That's the whole point of the game. But back to the back to the dispatcher part. Let's talk about that. If a dispatcher's out there and he's dispatching on a percentage where I have to call Wayne and say, Hey Wayne, would you like this load? And Wayne tells me, What is it? And I have to describe it to Wayne. Uh, and I tell see him, the dispatchers. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I, I do think. Yeah. No need for your dispatcher. Yep. No, she yeah, makes, no need for the dispatcher. I know some dispatchers use like billing, you know, management or paperwork management. Possibly. But for the load finding, you don't save your pennies. Save your percentage, rather, more than pennies. You won't need it. I know some people may feel differently with it, but in my opinion, if you use resources like the apps and understand how to use it, you won't need a load finder to find you freight. 
may find the good freight, but not just to keep you loaded. But back to a good point. If you're going to be a dispatcher and you're going to be offering a service for these guys, if I'm going to call Wayne up and run Wayne's truck, Wayne can go to the app. Wayne can get on a load board. So if I'm going to be a percentage style dispatcher and just tell them, hey, I'll book your loads. You drive the truck and we'll do the best loads you got out there. And then I got to call Wayne on a daily basis. Hey, Wayne, you're in Las Vegas. Do you want this load to Columbus? And Wayne asked me five questions. I spent four hours to look for it. Then Wayne says... Wayne says, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need that. Go ahead. Next load. You know, yep. well, then you're, he's probably going to go to Uber and use that app. If I call Wayne up and say, hey, Wayne, man, I'm a dispatcher. I can keep you moving to five to $7,000 a week. You don't need to look at nothing. And I can prove that product to run him in an area and keep him busy. Is Wayne going to use Uber? Well, and the same thing, this yeah. is where drivers should use Uber and only Uber because I know a lot of people feel differently, and I'm going to start by this. I used to be a dispatch agent, keyword used to. And so now, all these apps, a driver don't need to waste time. They can flip through the damn thing themselves, click book now, move on with it. Truck stopping, that power's got, that's, that's got it. it they all of them. I know, I'm, I'm dispatch charging 10%. Boy, Here's my question. How user-friendly is it, though? I mean, because you know me, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a computer guy, guys. I'm a driver. I seen this guy in a wheelchair on oxygen that still drives this 90, and he was booking his freight too. <laughs> so, I mean, how user friendly is it? Seriously, it, no, it's, it's honestly user friendly, and that's the number one thing I look for when I review products. Is how easy it's like the guy code commercial. It's so easy a caveman can do it. Ooh, so wow. if I the system is not so easy a caveman can do it. I'm not using it. So not only Uber's easy, Convoy's easy, truck stops easy, you know, they're all easy. It's just, you have to like all things, go around in it, fiddle around, you know, flick through it, you know, click around. But I'm saying drivers, you can save a whole bunch of money per load. If you get on these apps, and you know, Patrick, goodbye. Cause you don't need them. I know a lot of people are going to bring that, but you don't. And I don't see why you still need them. If you understand how to use these apps, cause you can find your own freight at the, at the prices that are realistic to you. Uh-huh. So it is user friendly then. In my all opinion, that, all that dairy <laughs> marketing stuff finally got down. Yes, it's user friendly, Wayne. <laughs> so, so what is the biggest problem drivers are having? You guys are seeing the driver having research, networking, and adding di- different ways to diversify when they come in because they're coming in as one truck guy and as a one truck guy without a network. Because as Wayne says all the time, we have Elida, we have Nasdaq, we have supposedly a generic ata association that's owned by the guy with maverick that can't even clean up his own trucking company in the first place right and then tia supporting the bigger guys so what do we have we don't have a lot of resource for the smaller guy how big are we though how big that's it's your question how big is the owner operator side of the industry that's 50 questions or less or 50 trucks or less sorry i was reading the question say that how big how big is it? What percentage? Is it 65% of the industry? Is it less than 50? Is the biggest carriage really bigger? That's the question. I know the answer. I'm asking you guys. 90% of, 96% of carriers are six trucks or less, or 93% of carriers are six really? trucks. Really? So that means we're the bigger side of the industry, and we have nobody out there supporting us. Because uh, I, mean, I love Nastic to death, right? I love Nastic. Huh? Hold on. What? Are we are we including the lease operators that are leased onto these big carriers though? No, no, that's lease. separate. 
Okay, so you're talking fleet here. Just fleet. No, we're not talking about the guys that are 50 trucks or bigger. I think when they do the, my nose is. I got um, I got a. I seen a thing one time that said like the actual numbers is like 35 percent of the industries, like 1.4 million some odd power units and stuff like that. 1.4 million eight drivers or whatever, and that's the mega carriers. And 65 percent of the industry is the little guys. And they're eagle size or bigger, right? Ding. I need that light bulb. But let me tell you this. Okay. In the old Chicago brokerage industry, I started in, you know, the Chicago brokerages. Yep. You have this thing called the old boys club, right? Yep. And so in a brokerage with 125 people. Are you talking only about Lance Park? Huh? No, I'm just joking. Just playing. Oh. There's only <laughs> 10 people in a brokerage, let's say of 100. That makes all the difference. It's the same thing with all this. There's a lot <laughs> out there, but there's only few people who really make the difference in the industries like that and, and that's just how it is well maybe we're getting help right maybe we're getting help now because the two most fucked up places in the united states is cook county illinois and freaking california so they're the ones that helped us out with all the independent owner operator go screw your owner operator type companies right now hell i got four calls yesterday i got this office building over here where i'm at there's like eight offices in it before nice. long it's going to be all california carriers <laughs> You know what I mean? Talk about the training, you know, in the old boys club, Ooh. in the industry with a whole bunch of people, the old boys club's only the small elite. So kind of think about training and consulting within the trucking industry. 90% of trucks on the road, about give or take, are operated by people with five trucks or less, or an owner with five trucks or less. So think about that. The people who get the training and consulting to help them enhance their business, are only offered to the people within the old boys club. Right. That's how you have to think it. That's why there's only a very small companies that actually make it, such as the large carriers you see. They're part of the old boys club, if you will. So right. to get there, you have to use a resource and work hard to get there because everybody can get there in the industry. Go ahead, Wayne. What's, what's going on, Wayne? Like Keisha said, you know, uh, right? This comment's great because it's true. There are a lot of resources out there, okay? So, and I'm coming across that. And I actually, I'll call Craig. I'll call people sometimes because I need help. I'm an old guy. I don't, I'm not computer savvy. Yeah. So, you know, with all I these, I don't even know who to trust anymore. That's my issue. I don't know what right. resource to trust. I don't blame you. And that's why I like when I see you guys hands on with these drivers, shaggy out at these, these boot camps. Craig, you were in these go active yesterday. I was going to say 175 or something that you said. Uh, you know, uh, how many authorities went active today or yesterday? You said um, I got the list right here. Hold on, I'll sh I'll tell you. And I'm getting this straight live from FMCSA, my friend right there. So, so Craig, how do you know? How how, how do you know when it's a trustworthy source? How do you how do you, how do you know when you start when you, when you start a network and stuff? How do you how do you find the trustworthy sources? You know that is a great question. I actually want to do a video about this soon. It's because of this. It's you really don't know who is trustworthy, but what you can do is you have to know how to use your resources to find. What I do when I hear a company, I start with Google search. I search Google. I search the Facebook groups. I find people who are using these products or services. There you go. And I real reviews from people who are using the product or service now okay so part of part of the way i do it is just like this if you're accessible and you're available and i can talk to you and i'm you're providing a service and you have that personal touch and you make me feel important well 
I'm calling Craig because I'm going to Shaggy. Because <laughs> exactly. uh, 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 I get the computer side, guys. Yep. But I'm tired of people taking advantage of drivers. And then once they get them, they pawn them off to a, 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 a call center. Or, yeah. you, know, you never I get that number that Shaggy showing 186 authorities, I presume, today or yesterday. Here's that what was I want today. to today. Yesterday for my my closing. Okay, that number there, 186. Let me tell you what I can uh predict right now. Out of those 186 uh carriers that got their authority yesterday, there's been about a thousand factoring companies who called them to offer service, about five hundred and sixty-nine insurance companies who offered their services. All these load board services. Don't forget, don't forget our famous compliance guys that hit you right oh, off the back. The very for the scraper. Don't forget our scrapers. And they not only blowing up your email right now, they're blowing up your phone nonstop. is is insane. And the reason why I bring that up is there's a thousand, there's millions of different options. You need to stick with the ones that you trust best, and you can only trust them if you do your own research about them. That's why any service such as Truck Stop, DAT. What have you, one, two, three, I start with a Google search. I Google search, check forums, I check Facebook for reviews from real people who are actually using these services. And I use that information to make a better informed decision to figure out what I want to do. You want to see something else crazy? Every day I get this. Look how many people are going to compete against brokers out there that are going to be paying in phone numbers. How many is that a day? 25 new brokers, new brokerages. What area is that in? That's all over, everywhere. Got it. Yep, that's so, all the people that file for a, 25 uh, new brokers a day. So, so these are all the new authorities that came out today, right? Yeah, yep. How, many went, how many went down today? Uh Oh, we can look at that. Hold on, let's see. I'll do that real quick. <laughs> I know. You want to see? Let's see how many. Hey, is that number? Can you find out? I'm going <laughs> to just show you how many pages are on there. Oh, yeah. But we can actually look. There's a bunch. Uh, I can call Bob. Like, Bob. Why don't you open up your, your own brokerage? Because I like money. I like uh, so, I like staying with keeping my money. Are 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 we so Craig? I want to ask you something. How's is Frank going to start changing around or what, bro? Changing around. Well, right now is bad, as you know. But it would always get best. I mean, yeah, but it's going to fluctuate a lot because you just had. It's going to fluctuate a lot because you just had all the Christmas trees, all the produce stuffs getting ready rolling. I mean, you'll do retail it, to the get change in a minute. They, I yeah. talked to a guy yesterday and said El Paso was freaking what 17 degrees or something like that. Yeah, dude, yeah. all it would take is a snowstorm from Michigan all the way to El Paso or even down to Texas, like it was in 2014 for a couple of weeks straight. What would that do to the economy? Yeah, and uh, it would change a lot of you know. Luckily, I you know I never speak politics unless it affects trucking. Yep. Luckily, I believe these tariffs will be pushed at least another six months. Which is good news because if we got tariffs right now, I suspect that freight volumes will slow down and this is a bad time for it to be slowing down when it's retail and we need to be ramping up. I could tell you something. I've been in residuals for a really long time and I've been doing factory and stuff a lot. I love residuals. I like I breathing. Too. I like networking. I'm a networking guy. I like diversity. Yeah. I like relationships. I like working with people like you. And I can tell you, I've been doing it since like 2009 and I've worked mm-hmm. with the insurance companies and factoring companies and all that. And until this year, I've never heard, and I'm friends with people at Truck Stop, uh, yeah. Porter Billing, uh, One, Two, Three, or uh, uh, Thunder, and I know people at all over the place, right? And T- Triumph and all these guys. 
And I know for a fact that these factoring companies, the way they're doing it, they have just as many clients going in as clients going out. And I guarantee you this, this is the first year that factoring companies can tell you that their volume has dropped across the board in freight, not not just carriers, not so much of just the carriers going out, yep. but revenue wise of what they're purchasing has dropped by almost 30%. Ooh. I mean, they're revolving door of over 30%, I believe. Apex just told one of my clients yesterday, or today, this morning, in a 101, that 28% of their clients have went out this year. Ooh. That's yeah, and that just shows. But also with factoring companies, you also have to account for, which doesn't change, but also account for these brokerages are getting smarter and lowering their quick pay, which is, you know, way lower than a factoring. And so a lot of times it... You know they're getting the advantage of that because if it's 1.5 percent two percent quick pay with the brokerage in three days i'm not factoring this, this situation have nothing to do with that i mean oh, a little bit a so? little bit of technology and stuff like that but don't they'll, they'll do it they'll do a match it's actually 30 percent of revenues dropped it's like the first time you know and you're talking about millions because i know there's millions like, right millions. right look at that look at those words on fmcs i look at it every day and wonder why people aren't educating themselves right look at all the reinstatements coming back to do it again right yeah. you see them yeah, we're on page we're on page seven right over here wow. look how far it goes revolt 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 did you say reinstatements the ones that are coming back to do it again? Yeah. They're coming from Revolt. Look at this, man. Look at all these pages. See, I used to get all that data off of Carrier 411 before the owner of Carrier 411 and I had disagreements because of his unethical practices. Really? And are you I'm no really? longer able to get those reports? Uh, well, I just say, I don't, they're free. I just get, he just pulls them off FMCSA anyway, so it don't matter. There's people doing unethical things out here. Uh, if you're if you're wondering what Carrier Four One One does, I absolutely love Carrier Four One One. I still do, even though uh, they kicked me off awesome. for life. But just type in Carrier Four One One slash Darren slash Genie on Google, and you read all about the back workings of Carrier Four One One. Well, what about the meeting? Oh, no, I won't go there. Yeah. Lots of places, whether they do stuff right or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. They told me the reason why, you know, also carry for one ice to rep them a lot. But one thing that I, I dislike about them now, the owner, Darren, told me that they actually blocked every, like, two million trucking company phone numbers out of their systems to prevent trucking companies from calling them. And one thing that their motto is, shit trucking companies keep up with some business. And that's why they go after, you know, they support shit trucking companies. And like Darren, you know, Carry 411, they actually have a factoring company now. So they allow all factoring companies to report bad on brokerages and carriers, uh, but carriers can't do the same. They can't do shit with you can't yeah, do they, anything in there. They prevent carriers or they prohibit carriers from speaking the truth against factoring companies and brokerages because the owner has his own factoring company. And so he responded was blocking all trucking companies out of the system so you can't complain about them. Dude, you, anybody, want, anybody wants to see how messed up it is, go through their boot camp of calls they give you when you first call in. One yeah. of my carriers called in and she made a mistake and said she's a trucking company, but she opened the brokerage first. And just yeah. because she owns a brokerage and a trucking company, she can't even work with the guy. Because I, yeah, I, I promote their... 
Huh? Yeah, by email and conversation, there's only two people I carry 411, Darren and Jeannie. They're, you know, they, uh, they're you should read the whole office in Tennessee. Yeah, you should you should read the lawsuit on Google between them. It's pretty hilarious how they stole Carrier Four One One, but regardless of that, that's how bad they are. Because you know, I represent a lot of trucking companies and brokerages. When I'm opening up brokerages, just because of their associated with me, they get banned from the system because I represent carriers. I got it's banned in nineteen. I got banned huh? in two thousand eight. It, it's unethical, and the owner of Carrier Four One One, Darren. Uh, you know, you can Google search him as I say. He's very emotional and he picks uh, he picks on people like it, like me. So he banned all the trucking companies, excuse me, all the brokerages that were associated with me and fear that I would still continue to use our system. So I don't represent them anymore. I don't talk about them really. I don't talk about them good light. But the whole point of that was I used to get those master lists that you get right now, Shaggy, when I was a member of Carrier 411. Oh. Not uh, anymore. Yeah, but that, you know, so his whole model is he wants to protect his brokers and he doesn't want trucking companies involved. He doesn't want dispatch oh. services getting a hold of them. It's like, you can do it, you can get it like seven or eight different places. It's just nice that you actually have a great system that if I'm a broker, I can get on there and find all that stuff. You know, it brings out the cutter. Companies who have access through it, through the FMCSA. After my research from that conversation, I search actually other companies can get the same access to the systems that Carrier 411 has. They're plugins and APIs that you can get just by contacting the FMCSA. And I think Edward's asking, where are you getting that FMCSA info? Which I was about to ask you as well, Shaggy. Oh, uh, you just go, here, watch, I'll show you guys. It's really simple, I'll do it right here for you. So we'll go, as you guys see it. I just have my friend who uses Carrier 411 to send me the downloaded. Oh, that's uh, all right, check it out. You just go, it's really simple. You just go, let's go back here. You just go to, uh, a couple safer web. Oh, it's right on CSA. Okay. And then you go down to license and insuring. You can actually actually go this route. This is the route you should go. You just go to safer assist. Yep. On the one. Oh, and, I see. I see it. Oh, yeah. I see it. Okay. Yep. And you go to license and insuring. Yep. And then you click. Then you click uh, up here at the top, up in the corner, up here where it says choose menu. And you go down yeah. here to FMCSA register. You see it. Yep. Yo, 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 yo. I got to tap out, guys. I got to go down to a trucking school. Trucking brother. School. Yeah, I'm going down to one of these. I'm going down to these get your CDO in two weeks. Oh, oh that's awesome. You got a live video. I'll share it in the video. I'm, I'm, I'm investigating. I'm going in oh, as a student. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, we'll put that out there. You got to share the video. That's going to be so cool. Hey. And then you just Is click it? go. Hi, right, Wayne. I'll see you. Wait, oh, hold on. You guys, yo! Don't forget all you dry, all you people opening up companies and hiring drivers. Your most important asset is that driver. Have a good day, everybody. Shine a sight. Yeah, you see it right there. Yeah, I see. I pull up on my side too. That's awesome. Got I it. Screen share. I just have to do it. Let's see if I can. let's practice screen share. Real quick. Yeah, okay. just click on screen share button. Yeah, let me try screen share. I do it this way. Watch out. Let me see. I think this is it. Share screen. We'll go over but here. now carriers can use that list to their advantage in a lot of ways if it shows brokerage authority. Because of those new brokers, you best believe they're setting up new carriers because I mean they're new as well. And now, we'll, now we can show it. Look at this. I'm, I'm getting high tech now. Holy cow. Got a safer. Pops up. You see it right here. We'll zoom in a little. Yeah, put that guy on solo. 
Uh-huh. Uh, click a little button in the top left-hand corner of that screen and click them on solo. Where's that? Um, in the bottom in the in stream, in the bottom. Huh? Click, click uh, top left-hand, there. Click it again, one of them. <laughs> I gotta move it around. Hey man, I'm not good at this stuff. Dude. No, you're you're getting it. Let's see. It's just the way this setup is. It's good, but I always tell people that's how when they get blown up, right when they capture get their authority, it's list like provided by the carrier four one one and the FMCSA on the safer website. Yep, that's and you all these people have your information. Yep, you just go to FMCSA register and you click go. And now, but also that being said, do not falsify your information when you're getting registered and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of big shippers, especially a lot of mega brokerages, when they're confirming you in your uh, paperwork and stuff's going through their uh, compliance department, they will flag it. So if it does not match what's listed in the carrier 411 or on safer website, a lot of times they will not you know, set you up and that's going with something as little as your W-9 address must match the registered. Uh, the phone number you're calling on must be the one that's registered with the FMCSA. It's things that brokerages and shippers have to do to keep safe on their side. So if you use a fake Google voice number there, well, you better use that same fake Google voice number for the entire history of your uh, operations or you just get flagged. They still do it all the time though. They still do it all the time, but the moment a problem happens. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What's up, Sharon? Uh, Angelica, Angie, she's got her authority active today. Nice. Yeah, we got her. Um, Thomas, Thomas, that's in the chat right there. He is the owner of Opera Five Factoring Company. It's awesome. It's all veteran owned, and he does everything nice. for veterans. He's for going. He's a cool dude. He used to work for another one. So you see, and then you get down here and you see all the new ones, man. So it's like there's 66 pages of new ones. So there's exactly the same amount that are in trouble. There's the same amount coming in. So you figure there's probably 200 going out. And about 200 coming in. Yeah. Place. 186 coming in. Isn't that crazy? Ooh, that's that's insane. I always go through here and watch. See, because I get the list both ways. I get them off of here and I get them off of there. I know you I'm use there. that list for a couple of different reasons, Shaggy. Ha! <laughs> Just marketing, man. That's how you get out there. I know. That's part of the business. That's what we're teaching. We're not here to just to discriminate, man. We want to help brokers. We want to help trucking companies. We want to make sure dispatching co companies aren't representing the wrong way, right? You yeah, know, I still believe about dispatching services, though. If you're not a broker or trucking company, you shouldn't really be tinkering with it. But that's always been my opinion forever. And I yeah. can't dictate it. I'm not the, I'm not yeah. king, you know? So I can't say, no, you are not allowed to work from home and make money. That's like saying <laughs> you can't go out and do construction work or something. I know, you know? right? See, I always say, you know, there's a ton of resources for brokerages to, you know, become a better salesperson, how to approach shippers, how to do all that. That's why I like giving out resources in the beginning, because when I started noticing that brokers are not helping these drivers when they need the drivers, you know, other people aren't helping these drivers. It's like I started noticing all these resources that are easily found for brokers and agents right. can literally be used for truckers. You just switch the words around a little bit, but it's the same tips and tricks. It is. But people weren't telling drivers, hey, look, read these freight agent manuals, but just use them on your trucking side right. and you can get ahead. 
See, I started. I you see, you know yeah. Hamlet, Hamlet Du Bois that post all over the place in the Southern Cal Trucker. He posted a thing oh, on the group. Well, well, he so he uses some of the stuff that me, Frank, you, and everybody teach all the time. He uh, he uh, was at a customer and he was at the dock and the warehouse guys told him he was talking to him just shooting the crap. And yep. he, just, he video recorded the whole process. It's on sure. Southern Cal, SoCal, or Hamlet's page. I'll look it up. Yeah, dude. And so they gave him the number, and he showed how he went in and got the customer and all that. And there was a guy in the group that was yelling about it, uh, another broker. And he was talking about how, how he worked so hard to go out, and it's shady for a carrier to win a customer from a broker or, from, or you know, like basically backs the list sure. on a dock. But they gave right. him the information. He called that customer to use work from. He talked about how they had to spend money to fly out. They had to do this. They had to do that. And at the same time, while he's bashing Hamlet for getting the customer, right? That was the right. way he did it. He talked about if you go to my customer, they would boot you off the parking lot. So that means his relationship is phenomenal. If he knows that his customer relationship is so tight. Then what, right. then, then what he should be doing is talking to the broker that lost the customer and teaching him how to keep his relationship a little better so a one-truck guy can't go. walk in and steal his damn customer, right? There we go. And look, I like how you said that because, um, again, referring back to my movie a couple of weeks ago about saying that I am just a guy, same thing like that. You know, brokers do not have more authority or more clout than carriers, so carriers can also educate their brokers. Whether the brokers listen or not is up to them. But carriers have a part in the industry where they have authority to educate people in the industry just as brokers do all the time. Do it right back doing up. it before. I'm telling you. Yeah, used to in the old days, you know, that's what everybody did. That's how brokers got their market rate from drivers in the market. I mean, that's just how it was. It's somewhere down the line, the relationships kind of stopped. Well, you know what? I got a meeting at two. I'm out of here. With our man in Indy. So I got to chat with him and his partners. So, you know, everybody check us out tonight. We'll be on again. We didn't expect to go this long, but I got to hang with my guys. You know what I mean? It's like fun. This is a cool hangout, man. It was good. It was good. So great info. Melissa won't be mad at me because I didn't do no training on here while we're talking. We just talked about stuff going on. So (laughs) pat myself on the back. December, I see it in your ticker. December 20th, 21st, 22nd, you have your Las Vegas boot camp. I will be there. Hopefully, us three, Wayne Campbell, me, and you, Shaggy. Yeah, Bob Cooks together and do some kind of setup. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we'll come in, we'll do it live, we'll put it on Facebook, we'll talk. We have our uh, webinar starting tomorrow, and uh, with me and Matt Kegley, he's got some phenomenal stuff, man. If you guys are in the, like, in the broker world, or you're starting your brokerage, and you've never sat down with somebody and heard some badass sales calls that are recorded, these things are live. I mean... He's going over training with stuff like that. It's really, really cool. And then, you know, and then I'm I'm going to start teaching one platform of the dispatch. You know, I'll break it up in sections. And we're starting off tomorrow about maps and seasons, how to set it up and how valuable it is and all that. We got another question real quick. So Bob set us up with an 88 number and we have been getting flagged by brokers and not been able to get set up. My only way around it was to get Bob on the phone with the company to explain it. See, that's yep. an exact example. That's extremely important. Is Bob part of your guy, Shaggy? Yeah, he's the compliance office that we use. Yeah, I, I would. Oh, you, you talk I to him, Bob. He's an agent for you. But yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how important it is. Yep. They make sure you have Bob on the line to make sure that you are able to represent Bob. You know what's funny about that, though? That's a good topic before we go, right? That's a good topic. You, you know what's funny about that is? So 
they know they sue these people all the time the government does right yeah they sued the guy named james we won't throw it all out there but we could it might be right hasn't he been yeah. sued a couple times maybe i know at least once right and yeah, there's a couple yeah. others they're all based out of idaho and different places maybe florida and stuff like that right, right. so those people are doing this stuff so now you're so you get punished for doing the number the phone number to keep the crap from happening right but right. at the same time they're still allowing it yeah and so you know this is where the limitations are so they're ex look these systems are only built for the megas you know that's designed for a phone system where you call that 888 number where it's like thank you for calling shaggies for verification press one for dispatch press two for tracking press three small mom and pops are not like that we have one phone and it's called the cell phone oh. and so when these people are blowing up our phones all day to verify they're blowing up our cell phones and we don't have sally as a receptionist answering and so it is very frustrating at times. What I do, you have to have one office number. All your, you should have one number for all your office dealings. So when someone calls it, they will at least answer it as Shaggy's or Caps Logistics, whatever. And then from that moment, the shipper will use that um, as a positive compliance or a, a positive compliance verification. Right. And so, yeah, instead of just Bob's number, just use the office number. So anybody answers as Caps Logistics, They'd be like, all right, we're good to go. Just had to make sure. Yeah, I think it's still going to be a perception of 50-50. Do you want to go through the drama of the phone calls or do you want to have to work a little harder getting set up? You know what I mean? It's going to come down to. Yeah, there's no right way yet, and, but you just have to be prepared, know all the avenues. So you're good to go. Get off my channel, man. What the heck? Tell them who you are and who you got. <laughs> Tell them. Tell them where to find your stuff. How they okay. get Where okay. are you yeah. at? Find me on my Facebook group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers, or of course my Facebook page, uh, Craig Bliss. I make all of my videos available on my podcast that you can find on trucking.fm podcast. So when can they see you? They can see me every Monday on my Make More Money Monday, sponsored by truckstop.com. And that's every Monday at 6 p.m. Central in my group, Freight Brokers, Truck Drivers or my page, Craig Bliss. And of course, Shaggy's a man and he shares my stuff out. So if you're part of Shaggy's network, you can most likely find my stuff on his page and vice versa was his content and my group. And I'm gonna be joining Shaggy in December next month in Vegas for a Shaggy boot camp. So I'm excited about that. So this time you're gonna stay around a little longer than whenever you said you're coming to the Dallas Truck Show and you just popped hey. up, hang up. Dallas Truck Show, I told you, I was networking. I know. Like a, Did you, can you okay. believe our booth was so busy, you know? That's a good point. That's I got to get in this meeting, but that's a good point. How many yeah. people were at that truck show? You So how many schools are out there? Oh, my gosh. How many yeah, there, trucker trainings? Yeah, there, there was a ton, but there's not that many. How many were at the show? Say you it know, again. It's still a small show, but how many were there? How many people at the Dallas Truck Show were all selling products, and how many there were trying to help and teach? See, there was, yeah, there's a whole bunch more people selling crap than there was trying to help people. But like your booth, going back to Shaggy, yours was one of the most popular ones or at least the most engaged. Yeah, we were Because busy, the man. people there who are passionate about helping, all the other people are giving away little plush stress balls. <sighs> you were there to help people, just like Truck Stop's booth right in the middle with Kevin Rutherford, mm -hmm. there to help people. That's what you had to be like in the industry. I've seen him up on that big That's platform. Right they had the whole satellite radio thing over there stretched across yeah. and stuff. They had other people on there just pretty cool. There were other Facebook admins there too that I recognize, you know, oh. uh, at the Triumph booths and all that oh. stuff. But nothing too important. But None anyway, of it really was, you know, like it was really a weird show. Like, yeah, it like was, it, it was, was interesting. Yeah. It was, I was going to do a booth, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I got, you know, more success from networking with drivers. 
I'm building my list of drivers, building my list of brokers, and of course, uh, service providers there. So glad I got to meet you, your wife, your kids. It was an awesome time. They were working hard, weren't they? They were. Yeah, yeah they were. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. All right, and don't forget about Freight Brand, man. You guys need to pay attention. Stop using all these has-been people. Make sure you got a guy doing websites and stuff for your business don't to get it out there that knows the industry, right? Yeah, don't use GoDaddy. Use someone who lives and breathes the industry every day and knows the mind of a shipper because that's how you be successful. So if you need branding, marketing help, even logos, all that jazz, contact us at FreightBrand, FreightBrand.com. Our team can get all over that. Or, we'll call, or hit us up and we'll direct you right to them like I always course, do. Right? Do Peace out. Appreciate it. Later. Thanks, guys. Tune in tonight. You know, we have webinar start. If you haven't joined the Shaggy Consulting and Training Group, guys, get over there. Check it out. See what's going on. I didn't mean to get on this long, but everybody was sending me a message. I couldn't pass up the content or the thing. It was literally fun. No, you, it's nothing like getting on with guys that really appreciate the group and want to make sure you guys succeed. You know, there's the, the information that we're putting out there is so phenomenal. We're going to keep it going. As long as you guys keep coming to people like me and Craig, uh, me and Frank, me and Matt Kegley, and all of us that are working so hard, even my buddy Matt and Justin and all our partners that sponsor all the stuff to help us go and keep it moving. You know, that's what it's about. That's what we're doing. It's huge. We want to keep the movement going. We want you guys to succeed and survive. We don't want you guys on that FOCSA list that I study every day. I watch it. I see it, you know, and if I had more time, I'd probably get on it and just start calling people that are on it and saying, hey, what happened? What are your trouble? Was it insurance? Was it not doing it the right way? Did you file your MC number wrong? Did you grow too fast? Did you not diversify enough? Whatever that situation was. But as always, if you guys want to set up a consulting call and talk to us or and find out what's going on with your company, you can always go to shaggiesexpress.com. There's a word scheduling on there, and you could also schedule the boot camps right there at the registration. We look forward to seeing you guys there, and there, and don't miss out because, especially if you're on the West Coast, we are only coming to the West Coast one time. And take advantage of these boot camps, guys. I don't know how long we'll be doing them. It's the Las Vegas could be only the last one that we do. Hopefully, we're able to. You guys keep supporting us and keep helping us grow. <laughs> keep signing up for them so we can keep moving forward and keep this going. You know what I mean? We love doing it. Peace out.